You're listening to the weekly sermon podcast from Union Road Presbyterian Church. For more information, join us on Facebook or visit our website at unionroad.org.uk. I thought that this evening we'd spend just a few moments thinking, should Christian families celebrate Halloween? Across from our house in Glenburn, it's been decorated from about the first week in October. Sarah got afraid to look out the window, a dangling witch across from the roof. Uh, a skeleton and all kinds of things but is Halloween just tricking and treating just fancy dress just a time to share a scary story or two and spooky characters like out of Scooby-Doo is not just all a little bit of harmless fun well where does Halloween come from what is the starting point behind it all well Halloween is celebrated the day before the first of November which is all saints day in the old church calendar back to the 1800s They came up with an All Saints Day, which in and of itself is not a particularly good day in the life of the church. But the word Halloween is derived from Hallow's Eve, because the next day was to be a hallowed day. But that day was an emphasis on spirits and goblins, witches and other dark images. And they came about with these really dark forces at work before All Saints Day, that people would be using their witchcraft before All Saints Day as like part of this spiritual battle that we are all involved in. And well, All Saints Day, the 1st of November, in the 1800s, and then continues into the Catholic Church, is where you'd offer a prayer for the dead, that they would maybe enter eternity, heaven. And while the Bible teaches that those dead in Christ eh, are alive, and alive like never before, as we learned over the last couple of Sundays in the rich manor in Lazarus, once we're dead, we have a fixed abode. And so here... What the Bible teaches us is is Christians are to come boldly before the throne of grace, not praying for someone that's dead, but praying to and through someone who is alive, namely the Lord Jesus. So there's no go between this. Heaven and hell is a permanent destination. So all saints day is just a write-off to begin with. But here, the 30th or 31st of October, sorry, many people think link it back to Ireland, actually, and to a festival at the beginning of the Celtic year where farmers brought livestock in and they gathered and built shelters for the winter. Winter, But the festival also had significant religious parts to it as well. People burned their fruits, maybe their fattened calf. They would share stories and they would have fairies that would cast spells and druids would be heavily involved. And it was a barrier that they were seeking to break down between the natural world and the supernatural world, that the 31st was a really special day for evil. Halloween, no matter how it is commercialized, has pagan origins. As innocent as it might be to some, uh, it is not something to take lightly in itself. But of course, we have different and various ways to celebrate or not to celebrate Halloween. For some churches, they do a, a light party on the weekend, staying away from ghosts, witches, and ghouls, and all kinds of creepy things, and choose themselves to to light up the church and provide something different for children. And while it surprise you to know that Scripture doesn't speak at all about Halloween, I'm sure it didn't surprise you, but it does give us some principles on which we make a decision. So in the Old Testament in Israel, witchcraft was a crime punishable by death. In the New Testament, the teaching about the occult is very clear, isn't it? In Acts 8, the story of Simon the Magician. Christianity and magic don't mix. 
the account of Elamas, the sorcerer in Acts 13. Sorcery is violently opposed to Christianity. Paul calls that man a child of the devil, an enemy to Jesus. In Acts 16 in Philippi, remember the fortune-telling girl? She loses her demon powers and cast out by Paul. An evil spirit left her. In Acts 19, Ephesus, remember that city we spent so long in? Well, what happened there when converts came to Jesus? What did they throw in their fire? Their magic books was actually one of the things that was mentioned. It's totally against God. So that's the story behind Halloween. What should we do about it? The story, well, we should have the same rules through the year. Dr. Cartmel, he's a, a child psychologist, uh, writes a lot of Christian material, and there's a focus on the family. Is a website might be useful for parents. This is what he says. Being consistent with your values is important at all ages, as it shows your kids that you're trying to obey God in all areas of your life. You see, what can happen in our decision-making as parents can have lasting consequences, can't they? Con- significant contradictions between what we say and what we allow children to do so confusion within them. They may not be able to ver- ver- verbalize it at a young age, but they'll be able to remember it. So why would you let children be involved for one day a year in demons and ghouls and ghosts and not all the other days? Or why would you lie to your children every winter, but not every day? Inconsistencies are incredibly foolish. Being consistent is wise. Having the same rules through the year. While it might not seem a big deal when our kids are four, the inconsistencies add up during the year. And as they hit their teen years, it will reflect in the family experience and dynamic. With every decision, parents build a foundation of trust with their children. We want our children to grow up as reasonable and consistent in their faith, don't we? So surely we should be applying that, applying that to them. Our decisions about Halloween should be consistent with the decisions we make every other day. If you don't put on a white sheet and run around the house every day, don't put it on this weekend. If we don't dress up like a ghost or don't take part in Halloween because of what God's Word says, good. But don't judge others is the other side of it. So in Ephesians 5 verse 11, Paul writes, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. And that's a principle that we carry through, not just this weekend, but it applies to our children and what they watch and what they read all year round. If we are to encourage our children to be truthful, we should be doing that ourselves. With the story of Halloween, we need to be consistent and have the same rules all year round. But is Halloween not just a bit of fun and a laugh? The story, keep the same rules. Is it just silly or satanic? Back in primary school, we apple bobbed in a basin of water. Did anybody else do that? How unhygienic that was to begin with, but how anti-COVID friendly that is as well. Do we know apple bobbing this year in primary schools? That's harmless, isn't it? Of course it's utterly harmless. But what we should be doing is separating the silly and the satanic, isn't it? Inviting our children to see how we come to our decision as parents is helpful. 
that we thought about it based on the Bible and help them and help other families to see why we came to the conclusion that we did. Even though we might celebrate it differently or not at all, we need to bring the focus back to your family and your responsibility as parents and have the same rules all the year round. Because at the end of the day, October the 31st is just one day and a year full of days, but each one of those days counts. Every one of them. The principles of God's Word do not pause on that day or different holidays. And how we make decisions for our family in all areas of life should reflect who we are and who we belong to. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23, Paul says, Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is constructive. Halloween, I don't know how you celebrate. Maybe you do get to carve out the pumpkins. Maybe you do fill the kids with sweets, whatever it might be. But why not just make Halloween or every day, in fact, to be constructive and beneficial for your family? Our world is dark enough, isn't it, without us adding to the darkness. Let us be who we're called to be and be children of light who are walking in the light. Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you that we are, through your grace, children of light. And Lord, we thank you that you have opened our eyes to see, that we can see the, the present darkness of this world, but yet we can see the glory that is to come. And Lord God, we do pray for this week. Lord, we do pray for areas in our land where there is real intense spiritual battles going on this incoming weekend. Lord, I, I pray f against the, the witchcraft that will go on. Lord, we, we praise you that you will win the, the, the war. With all these battles on the way, Lord, protect your people. Lord, we pray that you would enter in in blinding light into people's lives. For those who think that maybe it's just a silly holiday, Lord, we, we pray, Lord, that they would not get tied up in all the, maybe the sexual activity that goes along with Halloween or all the, all the dark stories and horror that affects our minds. Lord, we pray for our teens and our, our, our families here that although it's just one day in the year, Lord, that you would protect them and protect their unit, help our parents to be consistent throughout the year, always pointing their children to Jesus and the good news of his death and resurrection. Although it may be a dark time for so many, people wanting to pull our society even further into the darkness. Lord God, whatever way we decide to celebrate it, Lord, we need your wisdom. We need your guidance. And Lord, help us by your spirit to be children of light, shining brightly for all the world to see. And it's in Jesus' name we pray together. Amen.